record. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. That is how you make a podcast. If I turn up my gain a little bit. Oh, Mm. shit. No, I'm kidding. (laughs) I was just watching my little graph. Oh, I see. You got to get your graph. I remember to turn off my air conditioner today. Nice. I remembered to not wash my clothes during the recording because um, what professionals I, we all I sit are. Right next to that shit while it goes on. <laughs> Which honestly, I don't know how to feel. Good, probably. My clothes are clean. It's, that is um, a good feeling. Clean clothes is good. Yeah. Hmm. I have to do um, laundry after this podcast. Yes. Yes. After do that. Wash after some shorts because it's gonna be like ninety fucking degrees tomorrow. Oh yeah, this week's gonna huff so nuts. hot. This week's gonna suck I've shit. I've got like two hours of dog walking tomorrow out in the hot. Oh my god. The dogs are not gonna wear be a helmet. Happy. No, they're not. Yeah, they're gonna be panting. You gotta get. You gotta get like water those, bowls. That, those motherfuckers uh, have fur. Neck. That sucks for them. <laughs> yeah. Jim, have you considered doing the dogs a service and shaving them without the owner's consent? Now, um, hear me out. Ollie actually got a haircut them. last week. Oh, uh, shit. He has his, his summer-length coat right now, and it's really cute and are soft. We, are we doxing dogs now? Give us the dogs and where they live. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, if Tell you, us whose doors that. we can knock on. If you, if yeah, you look dogs. at my, my Twitter feed, you, you can see all of these dogs. Oh, my God. Wow. A, a dog index on the internet? I, I regularly post pictures of them i posted pictures of me and ali yesterday being really adorable well jim and i want to thank uh, you for that we're we're laying in the grass looking at each other service aka god's work anyway we should clap Mm, mm. Mm -hmm. yeah and then get right into this bad episode i think all right it's gonna be tepid clapping on my end i was what okay i injured myself oh no mom what'd you do um i was I was working to bury my my drip hose irrigation system in my one garden bed, um, and I just like rubbed a bunch of skin off of the palm of my hand with the handle oh, of my trowel. Oh no! Of both hands? No, just one. Uh, you got thighs. You can Mom, you can clap with your I... thigh. What? Ew! Wait, wait, what am I, solid snake? <laughs> I'm gonna clap with my thigh in your honor right now. Ah, Let's dude. go. This sucks. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you ready? God damn it. Three claps on three. I was going to make a joke about my mom doing finger tutting too hard and hurting her hand, but now, never fucking mind. Uh, Five claps on three. Jesus. No! Uh, no! No! You understand that he just means no. clapping your hand down on your thigh, right? That you understand that? I, yeah, I, I mean, I can't. Corrupted by the internet, I can't slap my thighs that together is not and make what noises. That means <laughs> I, I can slap my thigh with I one of been, my hands. I've been living in the age of information for too long. My butt is yeah, way too small and tight to clap these cheeks. <laughs> God damn it, Jim! This sucks. Oh, no. Oh, my brain is rotting away. Okay. <laughs> oh, this all but sucks. You're the one okay. that's, that's bad here, Matthew, just FYI. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, fine, I've, okay, sure. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, ta- I'll take the blame for that one. Yeah. Number of I minutes do. before we talked about my butt. <laughs> Approximately three minutes, 30 seconds. Approximately. We're only, we're only guessing here. We're not time doctors. 
Anyway, um, here we go. Here we go. Okay. Clapping on three. One, two, Yeah. It's okay. Yeah, we fucked it's it. It's okay. But my um, my thigh clapping did make pretty good marks on the graph. God so. yeah. damn it. I heard it. I didn't do thigh clapping. Okay. It's fine. <laughs> I haven't. You got to get with the program here, Matthew. I don't, Christ. No, I don't have a. I don't have a want to be with the program. I'm actually. If you came up to me and said, "Hi, would you? Do you have a couple minutes to talk about the program?" I would say, "No. I need to get on the train." I need to get to work across town. I'm not a Scientologist, dude. And not be here. Listen, I don't uh, I don't know. Scientology's a program. Anyway, hi everybody. It's time for Riverdale. It's Riverdale runs through. Hello. I'm <laughs> easy for you to say. <laughs> I'm Matthew. I'm Matt's mom. I am James. Oh boy. <laughs> If we're being uh, fucking formal. Yeah, we all have suits and ties and dresses all at the same time on. And uh, no, we're doing we, this show. We, we just about talked about this. I'm wearing shorts. I clapped with my thigh. Ew. I am not wearing shorts. I'm wearing floral pants that my mom sewed f- together for me and also a Griffin Gargoyle shirt. Mm. Oh, well. Oh, um, I wore my D&D shirt yesterday. Uh, culotte length baggy overalls. So. Oh shit. Okay. Well, I guess my mom wins the fit competition. I. I God damn. I do have my uh, other Greg Berlanti production of The Flash. I, I have a shirt from The Flash. That's. It's got the logo of the coffee shop in the show. CC Jitters. Oh. Uh, it's a very good logo. <laughs> nice. As soon as I saw it, I was like, Oh, do they make Ooh. a shirt of that? And, I need and, that shirt. And they do. Now all you need to do is get again a neon a custom neon sign that says CC's Jitters. Um I don't, And we've talked about how yeah, expensive they are on the show before. I don't really yeah. want to get a neon sign. Good news. We're sponsored by Thigh Claps this week. Thigh Claps. Um, <laughs> they're very uncomfortable. Anyway, mm, mm. this is a show that I made my mom do and my mom said, "How about we have our friend Jim on?" And I said, "Yes, of course." Uh, it's where, <laughs> it's where my mom. In case you haven't show, been following for the last fifty-seven episodes, just in case, just how goddamn ever many there have been. There's been so many of these, but just in case people have kind of lost the plot. Yeah, my well, mom. You know, my mom you're gonna explain it. Um, and uh, I'm gonna go get some rum. It's, okay. It's a podcast with Pep. Wow. Okay, so it's a podcast with Pep. Um, and and uh, apparently, it, it is again a podcast with booze. It wasn't for a while. It wasn't there for a bit. It might have been a podcast with weed for a little bit there, mm. but I think now, fuck, now I should get some rum. But I don't have, I don't have mixers. I can do a gin and tonic. Whatever. Um. Anyway. Uh. Sometimes Riverdale makes you drink. Apparently, we're you know, speakeasy this week. Oh my god! There we go. But anyway, uh, my mom and my friend watched the bad show uh, called Riverdale that's on the CW program, and uh, then they tell me about it that I have uh, because I have not seen. 
this show before this show we started doing this show. Yeah, basically we endure uh, 44 minutes of intense psychic trauma every two yeah. weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we make fun of it for your pleasure. God, God rolls 2d12 damage for my mom and my friend's brains. Uh, and that's how much damage they take. Depending, it could be good, and they can only take a couple of points, but sometimes. God rolls two twelves, and it's real bad for uh, my friends and family. But then, also, when we're done with this season, I'm going to have to watch it. So Yeah, and you pound that out in like a week? And I, I fucking, yes. I pound yeah. that out in a week, and I go, ooh, <laughs> I You know, I, I feel and like <laughs> if, if you're going to do that... Uh, it's like if you go to the dump, uh-huh. uh, when you arrive at the dump, oh, Jim, it Jim, smells Jim, Jim. really on. bad. Sorry, sorry. Time out. Jones Yard. Keep going. N- no, like the, the garbage dump. Not the, not, yeah, not the, the chop shop. shop. Not the not chop, the chop shop. shop. The, the okay. garbage dump. You go to the garbage dump and you get out of your car, it smells incredibly bad. Like uh, overwhelmingly terrible. Yeah. Uh, but then you're there for an hour uh, and it stops smelling. Well, there you go. And, and I feel like leave, that might be the case back. with the psychic trauma that this show in- inflicts on you. See, whenever I turn on the show Riverdale for another 11 episodes, I say, oh, boy, well, how, how exciting for me. And then I black out like Moon Knight, and I wake up a week later, and I have notes. Mm. And that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I don't remember taking them. I just read what my, uh, you know, alter egos have sort of observed. Uh, um, I f- yeah. Uh, I feel the same way about Moon Knight as I did about season two of Iron Fist. Uh, yeah, that show, where what were they doing? Season two of Iron Fist gets it real late in the show that we wanted Colleen Wing to be the main character. Yes. Um, and Moon Knight arrives at Tawaret being an important character way too late in the season. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> Tawaret well, fucking I, rules. <laughs> yes. Like, you and I maybe have distinctly different approaches to Oscar Isaac. Oh, oh yeah, no, he is great. Yeah. Um, and and him playing all these different characters is also spectacular. Yeah, it's great. Um, I love it. Yeah, he's personally. just a, a weirdo who gets to have fun with uh these different roles, and uh, yeah. that is fun. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Um. Oh, uh, I I liked the show. Uh, I also, I, I think a lot of people like the show. Yeah, I just, I, I just wanted a little it, bit more Tawaret. I didn't make it to mm-hmm. season two of Iron Fist because why would I? S- yeah, season uh, one is I did. not easy. And it was, uh, season two figures it out, but a little too late. Yeah. Like it's, I season think... two has like a really good bit with Colleen Wing and the night nurse. Uh, yes. And a really good bit with Colleen Wing and the detective whose name I can't remember. Because I watched the show like five years oh, ago. Oh, Mi- uh, Misty Knight. Misty Knight, yeah. yeah. Like the, the oh, episodes yeah. with great. the three of them going on adventures is f- fucking spectacular. Plus, Misty Knight gets a fucking robot arm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah robot arm. Mm. She should. Yeah. And no, um, she, no, she does in the comics yeah. too. It's fucking sick. Yeah. Uh, I think that Riverdale, uh, Riverdale needs more robot arms. And then we should talk yes. about Riverdale. Um, oh, but do we have to? Oh, <laughs> the, man. Uh, the basic premise of Iron Fist that he can punch one thing very hard one time, yeah, is super dumb and I hate it. Yeah, <laughs> like it just. Yeah, yeah. But also, the whole it... premise isn't for me. And then, secondly, in the show, I had to keep asking myself, "Wait, how does he know how to drive? 
How does he know what computers are? How does he have all of this <laughs> present current knowledge? He's been yeah. living in a mist realm learning how to punch one thing very hard one time. Mm. Yeah. You see, Mom, uh, in the new age of information, you can Google just about <laughs> anything. Yeah, but you have to know what Google is. <laughs> you have to know what Google is. You can figure that out. You, you ask literally anybody I, I mean, what Google is, and they go, oh, it's on my phone, yeah, and also been, in this computer, and this box. They've been steeped in it. Okay. I will say that, that <laughs> iPhones and iPads are so straightforward and easy to use that, like, a two-year-old can figure them out instantly. Yeah. Yeah, so. but he does, like, oh a deep God. dive on the company's finances. I would, no, but hold on. I would love for just a ten-minute scene of Danny Rand playing a fucking stupid iPad game. Like Angry Birds? Like a fucking, no, Danny like a Rand. goddamn nine-month-old. Just like, <laughs> oh, Getting the stars, getting the squares, playing, getting playing the triangles. Angry Birds, get some product placement. Oh Danny Rand still has Flappy Bird on his iPhone because of when he got sucked <laughs> to the Mist Realm. He's the one. Uh, okay, one more thing. One more thing about Iron Fist, and then we can talk about this dumb shit show, Riverdale. Do you remember? They were like, "Oh, we found this. We found this old redacted footage of the previous Iron Fist," and they were like, "Whoa, he's got two Iron Fists." And it's like, yeah, Danny Rand sucks so much shit that, that so he can bad. only punch he one thing shit. one time with his one fist. And this guy who did This guy actually grows extra fists, it turns this out. Guy, this guy has six arms <laughs> with six, six fists. fists. He's, got, he's got glowing feet. Like, he's so good. All of them are iron. He's doing All regular them, punching. He's, he's doing kick punching. He's doing <laughs> punches have the strength of kicks. Oh my god! And the kicks have the strength of punches. He's just so good with his body. He's turned it into a weapon. Uh, and then there's this dumb shit rich kid that could punch him one shit. time. But he did manage for, to buy himself into a special school. Yeah. For for oh my, my money, god. the best thing about Iron Fist is how they all nonstop bag on him in the Defenders. Yeah. <laughs> Every other so character only makes bad. fun of him. Because yeah. he's such a piece of shit. Uh, oh, my God. Well, that's worth it. I'm glad that uh, happens. Yeah, Man. it's fantastic. Uh, speaking uh. of pieces of shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, came hey, full circle there. Nice. No, very good, Mom. Yes. What happened what? in last yeah. episode of this what shit pile? <laughs> what a good transition. Oh, man. Well, um... I'm gonna be honest. I uh, I don't remember. They were there was something about. <laughs> yep. You have, yep. You have like a so, really limited no. job here. No, no, I know. No, it's, last uh, last week's episode was terrible. Like there was, was almost nothing terrible. good about it. So there's uh, like a spooky kid that okay, no, Archie no, no, adopts. Wait, I got it. I for got some it. reason. So okay, yes, Joaquin's little brother was in this one for some reason. Ricky D. Yeah, D Ricky D, Ricky Diggy Davy. Ricky D's. He. Rick D's nuts. Rick D's nuts. Got him. Fucking wow. <laughs> we got everybody. Uh, he was like, oh, I'm running away from the Gargs. I have this brand. And then Archie's like, I'm going to take care of you by uh, dropping you off at Pops, going to school, going to pick you up, bring you to the place where I punch a bag, and then bring you home. Um,. Like a good nurturing father that Archie is. Uh, <laughs> so he does that, and Ricky runs away from Pops, but leaves a little gargoyle sketch. Um, and then 
they team up with the serpents to go find the previous the gargs, but also Vernon. Vern, yeah. Kurtz. Mm-hmm. No, it is Vern. Vern is like, fuck kids. I want to go do crimes. And everybody's like, no, don't go do crimes. Don't go do quests. No, Vern, um, Vern was the, the one that Archie talks to. Oh, yeah, Vern was a couple that, episodes ago. That has, like, but one no, line, so and then he's gone. So it's Kurtz. Yeah. Kurtz it's, is the this one. Is, this is Kurtz. Kurtz. Yeah. Yes. Kurtz, the, the former Garg, is like, but, uh, they, but all the quests. The My Chemical need, Romance fan. Yes, my Kurtzko, my Kurtzko romance. Something like I, yeah. that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then he gets this, he starts to get all fucking weird. Um, but they go and try and find Ricky. He's like in a, he's in an abandoned house with a bunch of names that are crossed out, except for his and Archie's. That, the, the guards have that claimed that they got to, to play Kurtz. Uh, uh-huh. Reminds me of there was there was a show a while back called Chuck. I remember a little bit of it Chuck. had Shazam uh, in it, right? Uh, yeah, and at the, yeah, he works Zachary. at a Best Buy, but his he like downloads a spy's memories and becomes like a super spy. Yeah, he's like a weird cyborg uh, that can like yeah. Yeah, he just has like spy skills implanted into his brain through super science. He's he's not like a like, cyborg. Watched Alias and was like, what if this was a doofy dude instead? Yeah, and. And so on that show, they had uh, Jane from Firefly, who would later turn out to be a monstrous asshole and terrible person. Yep. Oh, no. Um, yeah, he was, like, super big into Breitbart and Gamergate. He was a, a fucking shit monster. Oh, God. Uh, and seeing him in any show that I enjoy makes me physically ill. But uh, a, a thing that I learned about him on that show is there's eventually a couple seasons in, they show you that character's apartment. Um, and in the apartment, there's, like, a bunch of weird Republican shit, like pictures of Ronald Reagan and, like, American flags everywhere. Uh, oh, no. and, and so what happened was he came to set on the day that they were going to shoot his apartment with all of the set dressing. Ah, like, ah. all of that stuff that's up on the walls in that set that's to his. make him, like, a shitty Republican is all stuff that he brought to the, sh- the, <laughs> the studio what? and was like, oh, yeah, I thought this all would work for my character. Yeah. No. Okay, you... bud. That is okay. that is absolutely the truth. It is horrifying. Oh god. <laughs> he was a piece of shit even then. Good lord. Okay. Holy anyway, god. anyway, they go and like, you know, they rescue Ricky from the walls of the Garg house, and then he and Archie are at Archie's house and they're playing video games, and then it's revealed that he's Joaquin's little brother, and then. Archie does a weird, scary walk through his house, and then <laughs> refuses to turn on any lights. Refuses to turn on any lights. Ricky then, Ricky then stabs Archie with his little fucking kid arms, and um, <laughs> and then runs out the door, and that's about it. And then Archie's like, "Dad, no, don't come in." And Fred's just like, "Son, you you done been stabbed." I'm going to come in and help you. <laughs> you done been stabbed by done a fucking 11-year-old. It's not that this, bad. <laughs> yeah, it's really... You are so strong. You do boxing. You're solidly built. You murdered a you're bear. Fine. You murdered a bear with your bare hands. You have the scars to prove it, man. And you, the bear's bare hands. Scars. Yeah, you have those bear's hands in your room as souvenirs. Tore the bear's um, own hands off and beat it to death. Beat, oh, my God, like a true man. Like a true Canadian man. That's um, why it doesn't happen on screen, because the exactly. brutal stuff that he oh, does with that so, bear is not, oh my God. not stuff that we could watch. Yeah, PETA reached out, and they were like, hey, you're going you're gonna to put this on the air? And, they were, and CW was like, 
yeah. Oh, man. And Peter was like, well, we're going to reveal all your secrets, like how your name isn't really Charles Whitlock. And they were like, okay, all right, when, time. When Peter agrees with me, it's the worst. <laughs> like, those those assholes agree with a thing that I think I have to just... I have to, re- I have to rethink my things. I have to go anyway, through everything now. So that's what happened with Archie. Where have I failed? Betty is trying to not let her mom sell the house. So she sabotage, does a little bit of sabotage. A little, little, mild just a little bit, of bit in the beginning. Hold on, just a little bit in the beginning, and then I don't really remember what happens in the middle there. But then she ends up just burning the house down, um, and now she has no place to live. Um, then oh, there was a bit with uh, uh, Kevin walking on hot coals because he joins oh, the farm. Oh yeah, they were doing yeah because okay. She oh was doing yeah, it was firewalk with farm. me. Fire walk with me. Yeah, we're Kevin's like an asshole now. Yeah, half the characters in the show, last episode and this episode, just decide that they are assholes. That sucks, man. Suddenly, with no justification. That's not good. Youths. Um, yeah. Ugh, these youths. But anyway, um, so that's kind of what happens with Betty. She tries to get, she tries to knock everybody out of it. She's like, "Hey, wake up!" And everybody's like, "No, nah, I'm good. I'm gonna burn myself over here." Uh, then they um, they do a little blackmail against her. Oh, they do do a little bit of blackmail. Yeah, I said doo-doo. Uh, and then she just <laughs> burns her, she so burns did, her house so down. So did the writers of that episode. Ha-ha. <laughs> uh, and then for, for Jughead, he's he's wrestling with uh, with gang beef. There's a lot of gang beef. Mm, uh, gang between beef. the farmies. Mm-mm-mm. Arby's. Oh, um, where I was going with Adam Baldwin sucking is that the guy who plays Kurtz just showed up with all of those outfits. <laughs> like, like, I thought this would be really good for my character. Like, that yeah. kid was so into My Chemical Romance that, like, he just, they made the part for him. Yeah. He was walking down the street one day, and a CW exec was like, hey, kid, you want a job? <laughs> like, and he was like, like uh. <laughs> like, Tom Holland showed up to audition for Spider-Man in a homemade Spider-Man outfit and did a fucking flip. <laughs> yeah, every time. Every time they said action, you did a fucking flip in the frame. It's like, come on. Who else it's are you going to give this role to? Same thing with, with Kurtz. Mm. Yeah, he just walked but in with a bunch less of spikes. Adorable. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, hey, I haven't seen the man yet. He might be adorable to me. No. But um, Jughead is, like, trying to get a wrangle on all these wet, wet fucking gangs. And um, <laughs> that, that was it. I didn't refill the Brita, so I only had that one shot. Ah, damn. Well, you use your one wet thing very wisely. Um, He's like, I don't know. He can't keep the the former gargs that are now serpents under control. Uh, Because they're all psychos. Kurtz tries to throw sweat pee down. fangs. Fangs? He tries to throw fangs down a flight of stairs, but, like, not down the stairs. Just, like, through the... A little yeah, like over a two-story like high over ledge. The ledge. Yeah, basically. and then Jughead and Sweat Pete break his fall with their own bodies, which obviously works like that. Um, and then he's like, "Daddy, I don't know how to fucking control these kids." And FP goes, "Well," and then it smash cuts to uh, Jughead being like, "Here, kids, have a gun and badge. You are all junior sheriffs now." Um, which. Out of character <sighs> sucks. It's sucks. Bad. Um, and they're all like, 
yes, except for Kurtz, who is like a cab and walks out. <laughs> um, the one time I agree with him. Yeah. yeah. Veronica got like five bucks off of each of her debts. <laughs> <laughs> she let she Gladys. She let Gladys bad sing. At yeah, she let Gladys sing at the club while Hiram was doing a business deal, and Gladys pulled a knife on a guy, and then Hiram was like, "You ruined my." And she's like, well, I own 50% of this bar or whatever the fuck. And Hiram's like, and I drink for free and this is all comped because it's my. Uh, and then um, I don't remember what else happens with that. Oh, nope. I got nothing. Um, then Veronica hires the pretty poisons to be. Yeah, she's just rolling through the gangs for to hire his muscle. Yep. She's just like, ah, fuck. The serp- Why did the serpent stop? Guarding. Because they work for Gladys. Oh, they work for Gladys now. That's right. Okay. And I think that's all that happened last week. Did I miss anything big? Yeah, that's good enough. Okay, cool. Uh, did you miss anything? I'm looking. Did I, I'm looking. Jim, did I miss anything big? <laughs> oh, Betty burns down, sort of starts to burn down the house. You said that. Okay. I did say that, yeah. yes. At some point in that last episode, Cheryl decided that she sucks. Um. Oh, yeah. Uh, Tony and... Tony and Cheryl are fighting, and Tony agrees to be the muscle without uh, consulting her. Well, in fairness to her, she has been told that it is her gang. Which is true. Right, Um, but Cheryl sucks suddenly for no reason. Out of the blue, kind of sucks. But yeah, there we go. Uh, Yeah, I think that that was pretty much it. Recap finished. 25 minutes. All right. Well, great. So, uh, season three, episode 15 is called American Dreams. I was like, this doesn't sound like a movie to me. And I Googled it, and it's not really a movie. Um, they're not there's, referencing a movie at all. There, There is a movie called American Dreams, but well, the, 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 the S is a Z. Oh, I was talking about the, the documentary about trying to unionize the Hormel plant in Minnesota. Oh no! There's hmm. there's a, a movie called American Dreams, and the S in Dreams is spelled with a Z, and it's like a American Idol spoof. Oh boy, that also oh, fun. It's it's bad, just like this episode. Um. Yeah. Anyway, let's just say that unions are good, um, except for police yes. unions because police are bad. You know, it's not the fault of unions that right, police right. are bad. The concept <laughs> of unions is good. The police yeah, use police... it wrong. Because police unions are just corrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so anyway, there is this... solely to absolve them of legal responsibility for wrongdoing and for no other purpose. Uh-huh. Uh, suffice to say, in the mid-80s, Hormel cut the hourly wage for its factory workers down to $8.25 an hour and cut benefits, um, while at the time posting a net profit of 30 million 1980s dollars. Jesus. That's, that's a lot. Yeah, so companies oh, suck. They uh, was, the union. was Bain Capital involved in that? Oh, probably. Who can say? <laughs> what are usually, the odds that Bain Capital wasn't involved in that? Usually mm-hmm. when a, a industry in America suddenly sucks and goes belly up for no reason, it's because Bain Capital bought them. Oh, Hormel did not go belly up. No, they were just treating their employees like shit while oh, posting oh. record profits. Oh, okay, great. Yeah. 
Are um, you sure nobody started to embezzle the money and then bought a bunch of Rolexes and threw them in the lake? That cake documentary is the wildest <laughs> thing I've ever watched, and I've watched at this point many episodes of Riverdale. Yeah. <laughs> Just saying. So, by God, do find and watch that weird fruitcake documentary. Um, <laughs> so, I thought, you know, maybe there would be, like, I, I was, like, keeping my eyes peeled for, I don't know, maybe the speakeasy was going to unionize or something. Nope. No. This one's Come just on, not a reference to a movie title. Sweet. Um, yeah. But it does open with Jughead wondering aloud, what exactly is the American dream? Fucking ew, Jughead. Come on. Yeah, that's, I mean, his That's his not dad, the fucking point, man. His dad has an American dream. Reggie has an American dream. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is Archie kind of has an American dream in this episode. Yeah. Um, I would say Archie's is the Americanist dream of all, you know? <laughs> oh, is it to have a gun for a dick? <laughs> yes. it pretty, yeah, it pretty much is, yes. Sick. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> the most American dream. <laughs> The most American dream. A gun, for, a gun for a dick that you can also grill a steak on. Uh, I, I saw a thread on, on Twitter yesterday of a bunch of shitty Republicans with, like, their gun collections. Okay. Uh, and it was, yeah, like, somebody just pointing out how sick America is. Uh, and, and one of them is of this family of three and their back deck, and it's covered with, like, a hundred guns. Uh, and someone replied to that picture with like, no, this is, this is, why is this one redacted? Here's the full picture. And the full picture is out no. a little bit farther and you can see the roof of their house and the roof of their house has another 40 guns on it. What the fuck? <laughs> it's so ridiculous. What? What the fuck? Uh, just mind boggling fucking sociopathy. Good God. I really anyway. hate that. Makes oh wait, sorry. The the last sorry, the mine was also redacted. It's RJ has a gun for a dick that he can cook a steak on, and his ass is also an air fryer. Mm. Mm. That's pretty that dope. Can, yeah, just like throw some. Yeah, chicken you in nailed Archie's like, uh, Archie's situation. Fucking this time human Cuisinart. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so anyway, Jughead's like, what yes. exactly is the American dream? And then it's shots of like what Middle America thinks family breakfast should be. You know, oh, God. Like, there's scrambled oh, no. eggs and sausage and there's plates on placemats. And I don't know. I've just never lived a placemat forward lifestyle. Pictures you know? of no, orange that's, juice. Yes. That's there's weird. pictures oh, of yeah. orange juice. Yes. I got one. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Jughead goes on to say that for FP, the American dream is his family together um, and a dog. And he's got it now. There's Because remember Hot Dog? He's He came out of the warehouse for a hot second. Oh, yay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Character growth for hot dog. Yeah. That's what I needed. <laughs> um, Gladys, is, uh, Gladys is totally hitting on FP. She's like, ah, old man, because he's turning 50. He's like, ah, your tie is crooked. And she's like petting his face. And FP's smiling at Jughead. And isn't this suburban bliss? And then Gladys says they're, they're taking a trip. And she won't tell them where. And remember last episode? And I know that we've just asked you that. And basically you don't. But uh, yeah, I, I said no, I don't. Yeah. <laughs> but remember that a mysterious a mysterious buyer on the internet bought Alice's house. Yes. Yeah, totally. Well, how that was home sales go. And we were like, "LOL, it's it's hell. It's the... No, it's Alice. Alice huh? takes her. <laughs> what? Hold <Alice>. on. 
Wait, no, hey. sorry, it's Gladys. Gladys takes her family. It's Gladys. It's Glad- not yeah. Alice. Oh, Alice yeah, in no, Byron House. It's, Thank it's the Gladys. fucking yeah. God. I, okay. I was looking. I looked at what, what Alice's name say. in my notes. Yeah. So it was. So it was Gladys. Whew. Gladys bought Alice's house. So she takes her family at like seven a.m. To they think they're everybody's like, oh my god, we're going to Wildwood, right? And yeah. she's like, yeah, and we're going to and Disney, then- and they go to a slightly singed house on Elm Street. So it's not completely burned down. No, there's just a lot uh, of smoke damage in the living room. Fuck. So Gladys shows up with FP, who's been banging Alice, and Jughead, who's but- been banging Betty, and they all stand awkwardly in the doorway, like, oh, I don't think we can buy this house. <laughs> <laughs> this is too weird. Yeah. FP's like, no, nah, I think we'll just walk away from this. Um, and Alice says, no, it's it's truly, it's fine. She just wants to sell the house and be done with it. And then Jughead says, well, hey, Betty, this is great for you. You just don't have to move. You can yeah. just, you don't have to pack your room. And then Gladys uh, starts to slowly climb into the sink and then <laughs> says, and then says, it's a living. And then just dives down the... <laughs> The sink drain. <laughs> I don't. I don't know that reference. I don't think it's a reference. It's, it's no, it is. <laughs> yeah, it is it. No, it's from the Flintstones. It's that one dinosaur that lives in the sink. Oh, they have like a garbage disposable dinosaur. Yeah, they have a, yeah, disposable they have a garbage disposal. It's a dinosaur, and it just says it's a living. <laughs> <laughs> and that's its only line, I think. That's a that's a pretty deep pull for a twenty-two year old. Jim, I contain, I contain multitudes, okay. sir. You, you do. Oh, it's not your birthday yet, is it? What? No, it's not my birthday. So no, you're you're 21 still. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I, no, no, I'm. I am. You're 22 okay, already, Jim. I am. Yes, <laughs> I, I have been. Oh 22 yeah, you know, your birthday is, is a good bit now, like Valentine's yes. Day ish, <laughs> for a good couple months. Yeah. Um. I, okay. You know, so I'm an Aquarius, Jim. Keep up. Okay. <laughs> Facebook tells me when people's birthdays are, and that's basically its only function. You could also ask them. No. <laughs> you could also ask when people's birthdays are. The, the fuck you can. Can I? <laughs> hey, it's been like a half an hour, and I would love to finish telling you about, like, the second scene. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right, fine. I'll shut up. Okay, so Jughead says to Betty that she can just not Which... move. Okay, sorry. And Betty says she doesn't really want to live with Jughead's mom. She doesn't know her. So she's going to go stay with Veronica <laughs> for a little bit. And then Jughead okay. says, you know, like, that makes sense. And asks Betty if she's still up for breakfast with a marked man. Huh? They go meet Archie. A marked fucking stop it. <laughs> Just say the people's names. We don't, need, can't do we don't need this red paladin marked man shit. He cannot do okay? that. Okay. Um, At least just call him Stitches at this point. You know, <laughs> that's fun. Anyway. Yeah, Bear Paw McGee. So they go to <laughs> meet Archie at Pops. Uh, I guess FP McGee. just yeah. lets Jughead go through all of the sheriff's files. Well, it's bringing your kid to work day. So, yep. uh... <laughs> so Jughead went through Warden Norton's files and found another Kill the Red Paladin card like Ricky D's nuts had. Uh <laughs> Uh-huh. And Jughead says, that, so there must be multiple Kill the Red Paladin quest cards in the world, and they need to be found. And Archie's like, well, fuck. I know. I know where to start. And he just leaves. Great. What? Arch, <laughs> so- what are you doing? <laughs> hey, <laughs> fucking let somebody know where you're going, idiot. Yeah. The he, buddy system. He doesn't. Anyway. He doesn't believe in the buddy system, okay? He killed yeah, a no, bear in the Canadian wilderness. 
He is a terror on class field trips. Okay? <laughs> Never stays with a chaperone. He's an absolute wanderer. <laughs> he just takes off. Takes a shot at tequila and says, I'm going. And then just fucking. <laughs> and then there you go. And there he goes. We did, in high school, we took a, one of many field trips into New York City because uh, of where I grew up was, was close. And uh, we had this like absolute whack job of a history teacher who was just like, yeah, I'm just going to have the bus drop you off in Chinatown. Be back in five hours. Uh, wow. Fantastically dangerous at the time that you would have been doing that. Let me tell you about the intense increase in fireworks on the bus from, say, the time we got <laughs> off the bus to the time we got back on the bus. <laughs> and, and at that time, oh. you could buy them in uh, Pennsylvania anyway, couldn't you? Nope. Oh, you couldn't? Nope. Oh, okay. Um, wow. Anyway, it was a great summer. So Damn. Uh, at Cheryl's house, Cheryl's giving Tony a big puffy coat and saying that it is perfect for Quebec, n'est-ce pas? And Tony's huh? like, uh, I don't understand. Who is going to Quebec? And Cheryl says that she booked them a spring break ski trip uh, without the gang, just the two of them. And Tony's uh-huh. like, so <laughs> oh, I planned oh, a trip with the gang, though. And it's to the speakeasy? No, nah, it's to Sugar Lake. Oh, sh- okay. The the ski trip, the ski mountain they were going to go to is Mont Blanc, which is just the White Mountain. Yeah. And okay. also the name of a fancy pen. Um, oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but uh, it, it might actually be the name of a ski resort in Quebec. I don't know. I have no idea. I didn't bother to look. Uh, it, Cheryl then just like basically stomps her feet and says, fine, we don't have to go anywhere ever. And Tony's like has a big sigh and is just like, well, I have to go to work. So we'll have this fight later yeah, on. Goodbye. Yeah, fucking it, fucking it wow. It is a ski mountain in Quebec. Oh, great. Oh, wow. Look at that shit. Um, do you have a guess about where Archie has gone to find out about the rest of these cards? Um, f- fucking back to Juvie. He's broken back in. <laughs> he's and broken he's like, back in. That he's is, like, you know what? I would have preferred that. No, he went to Hiram's house. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, which, you, uh, yeah. you know, it scans. And Hiram's like, uh-huh. hey, hey, pal, how you been? And Archie's like, well, pretty good until a homeless kid stabbed me three times. In the gut. And, Hir- and Hiram's like, ah, shucks, bud. That really that really must not uh, be yeah. good for your body. Huh? Boy, that really cheeses it, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, have a speedy recovery. Yep. That's basically, he's like, well, that sucks, but I did not do that. We, we do have suck. a truce. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sucks to suck. Uh, I did not do that. We do have a truce. I really don't know why you're telling me that some child poked you. Get good at not uh, being stabbed. <laughs> um, but it, it, so Archie's like, yeah, okay, but did you give like a psychotic child this Kill the Red Paladin quest card, though? Um, and Hiram says that he, did, he didn't give it to a psychotic child specifically. Um, mm. But what he did do was have a dozen of the cards printed, and he gave three to the warden and nine to Tallboy to give to assorted crazies that they would be able to pick out. Why is he just telling him this? Because they have a truce. He doesn't care anymore. Oh, I guess he, yeah, I guess he doesn't care anymore. But this is like, this is like not part of the truce. If you don't, because if you don't tell him this stuff, he's going to start up the feud again. You gotta, you gotta just put it on the table, you know? Yeah. And Archie's like, great, so there's at least 10 more people trying to kill me. 
Yeah. And Hiram's that's like, a lot. Yeah. Hiram's like, okay, so look, when I was briefly a drug kingpin, okay, we did use, we, dr- we had there. these like hot points where we would drop off drugs and that's where people would get high and play gar- griffins and gargoyles. So I'll give you a list of those places and you can go there and ask politely, hey, is anyone here trying to kill me? And I'm sure that will work. <laughs> so uh, at, at this point in the episode, I wrote Sick. down a note that there are okay. 10 more Archie killers. Yep. Uh, and I, I came up with that number because we know that the warden had one when he died. Yep. Because they find, they find that one. Uh, and we know that fucking yep. the kid from the last episode, Ricky, Chucky, Ricky has D. one. Because Archie is currently holding that one in his hand. Yes. Yes. So they, uh, have, remember, so they have two. They have two no, of them. I see what you're saying. There were a have... dozen printed. So remember remember those two numbers. They're, yeah. they're going to be important okay. later. Because but the writers also, does, did not take any notes. Does what does Joaquin count as trying to kill him as well, or did he, just because he didn't have oh, a for card? Sure. Does he still? Yeah. Uh, he, no, like they didn't recover Joaquin's card if he ever had one. If he yeah. if he had one, okay. But so I, think that, I think that I think that Betty. I see what you're saying, Jim, and I think that Betty has those two and is trying to hold all twelve in her hand at the end. Uh, okay. Oh man, we're getting too deep into spoiler yeah. town. May- we got to keep going. May- maybe. That was Maybe. that was my take yeah. on it, but that also did stand out to me as like, wait, what? Yeah, because because <laughs> I have it in my head like they're okay, they're looking for ten more. Um, so you know, Cheryl and Tony had that little fight about what they're going to do about spring break, um, right. and so Cheryl has baked fresh cherry scones and put on a red riding hood, um, cape, and put the scones in a wicker basket, and gone <laughs> to the speakeasy. Cheryl needs to fucking chill and watch some Netflix. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. you can't be this up in Tony's business. So yeah, that's not okay. It's, Cheryl it's not healthy shows up for at the speakeasy looking like she's a little bit having a psychotic break. Uh, okay. And Reg is at the door, and he's like, what's up, Red Hot? She's like, I, I um, baked my love these fresh pastries. Where is she stationed? Um, and, then, and then Cheryl goes downstairs to see... Uh, Ver- Veronica and Tony performing uh, Call Your Girlfriend by Robin together and singing and 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 hugging each other a bunch and sharing a microphone. Mm-hmm. And then Tony sees Cheryl across the room and she stops singing. Oh, no. Oh, no. My significant other caught me having a good time. Yeah. Uh-oh. Yeah. Oh, man. I don't hate my Just... job. Oh, no. Oh, one, God. Of, one of many aspects of this episode that sucks. Yep. <laughs> uh, well, that's happening. Alice has gone to the sheriff hole. Uh, and <laughs> FP... The sheriff hole, you say? <laughs> FP is saying unto Alice that he genuinely had no idea that Gladys was looking at real estate. Uh, and Alice says that she can't stress enough how much she does not give a shit about that house. Uh, she just wanted yeah, to sell it. Yeah, obviously. So that's She let fine. it burn. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but what she does care about is how FP's with Gladys now. Um, to which FP how says, she... "Well, we are still married." Yeah. And Alice is like, "I mean, she left you." And FP, who I think is kind of in an abusive relationship, says, "Well, that was my fault." Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm. Oh yeah, buddy. Yeah, you got to take a step back. Maybe yep. look at that for a second longer than you have been. So Alice <laughs> yeah, just gets right to the point great. here, and he's like, "Do you love her?" 
And FP says, well, she's my my children's mother. That That's is not an answer. Not an answer? <laughs> not at all an answer, bud. And then oh, Alice boy. starts crying, and she's like, well, do you love me? And FP says, it doesn't matter. Oh, no. <laughs> Whoa. Survey, sa- survey says the worst thing you could have said in this situation. What a great way to send a lady directly into a cult, you know? Yeah, wow. I mean, yeah. she was there already, honestly. That is true. That, that should in. have been the basis for this breakup and not other bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, been like, I mean, FP doesn't care. He'd, he'd still sleep with her if she were in a cult. He'd argue with her about it, but he'd still hit that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's fair. Uh, in the speakeasy, Reg has a different personality this week. Okay. Oh, fun. Yeah. Okay. You know, the, Speaking the, of Moon Knight. So <laughs> the weirdest thing about Reg having a different personality this week is that his different personality is not wrong about anything. Oh, yeah. No, he's not wrong. Wow. <laughs> his weird personality is 100% in the right for the entire episode. At one point hmm. in this episode, Reg and Veronica have a conversation that leads me to believe Reg was not being paid this whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. So... <laughs> Reg, oh my god. <laughs> pursue it to the title American Dreams. May I direct you to get your ass in a union? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh but anyway, Reg wants to talk business. He says he's invested a lot of his time in the speakeasy. He's done basically every job, okay? He's run um illegal booze. He's been a pit boss. He's a bartender. He's been a bouncer. He's like done he did everything. two heists and got winged by a bullet yeah. in one of them. He got shot that yeah. time. Uh, yeah. And also he gave you know you know how Reg loves his car. Yeah. Yes. The, the one that he's always loved since the, the one that he's of time. always loved. Well he gave that car to Gladys. So we're back to Reg loves his car. Um and so he wants to be <laughs> um a business partner. And Veronica says, yeah, shut up he, and no. Yeah, he wants... Interesting. He wants a stake yeah. in the business, which he oh, 100% man. deserves. Yeah. Yeah. Because he fucking put a lot of sweat equity into that. Uh, yeah, and Veronica's he put up his fucking equity. car as uh, collateral he, against the loan to Gladys. Yeah, he loves yeah. that car. Um, <laughs> Ver, now, Veronica does say well, that she Whether likes, he loves it or not, it's still a fucking <laughs> car. It's worth a bunch of money. <laughs> like, he's got financial yeah. interest in this business. For yeah. sure. Um, Veronica says that with the debt she owes both her bad daddy and Gladys, she can't add yet another party into the mix. And Reg says that Veronica should know his worth. And she's like, I mean, I do, but also I'm the boss and shut up and no. Damn. Yeah, it's pretty harsh. Damn, that sucks. Yeah, Veronica sucks this week. Yep. And then Reg says, um, well, fuck this. I'm going to go sling some fucking apple spiced rum on the internet. <laughs> well, if you'll excuse I mean, we, me, I need to go look at my good plaid pants. We yeah. don't know for <laughs> sure down. that he isn't slinging apple spiced rum in this episode. Uh, uh, that's true. Yeah, we're going to have to look up yeah. the dates on that ad campaign. We got it. T- <laughs> like that, that could be how he got that job. We're almost to the title card, everyone. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah, uh, almost. At the, We've made comebacks before. This yeah. prologue sucked. It was way too long. <laughs> Back at the trailer, uh, Jughead says to his bad mommy, so it seems like weird and permanent that you're buying a house in this town. Um, and also, yeah. where did you get the money to buy a house in this town? <laughs> and Gladys says she sold the Jones yard. And okay. Then she, and then she's like, uh, is that okay with you? 
And in Jughead's like, like, I mean, like, I don't know. You came back. You're like making moves. You're buying this house. You're like making the gargs be in the gang. And, and Gladys immediately defensive. Ooh, so you don't trust me now? Oh, my God. And Jughead correctly points out that they haven't actually talked since Gladys got back. And so he doesn't know what her plan is or what the fuck she's doing here. And uh, Gladys absolutely lies. She's like, well, I saw you and SP in Toledo, and I realized I wanted the family back together. So what I'm doing here is going to get JB in school and maybe get a job at a garage. And is that cool? Um, and Jughead's done being suckered by his mom, and he's like, I mean, that's cool if it's true. Damn. Ooh, fuck. Oh, I, I forgot this, Got him. the scene where uh, Forsyth breaks up with Atlas, uh, I called former partners. Oh, that's oh, good. Oh, yeah, that's good. That is Ooh, good. Fuck. That stings. Um, so Jughead asks if there's anything else Gladys wants, and she says that she wants Jughead to give a speech for FP's 50th birthday party, which she's having at the speakeasy. Okay. Yep. Riverdale. Yeah. Riverdale. There we go. We did it. Yay. <laughs> oh, God, there's so <laughs> much more. <laughs> Act one. Are they are the acts long and drawn out in this uh, episode? The prologue and act one are act two and three kind of move yeah. a little bit better. All right. Uh, the the prologue it literally takes like twenty minutes to get to the title card. Jesus Christ! This season of Riverdale, come on. Yeah, I imagine yeah, when it's on TV, anything. that's like the first commercial break. You know. Yeah, that's yeah. like so much. Um. So there's a weird shot of FP because they're really focusing on his sheriff's hat. Okay. Because he's like, in the classroom with the serpents and giving a speech about how today the serpents aren't outlaws, they're law keepers. Uh-huh. And former Keller's there, uh, and FP says it's because he's the best sheriff this town has had. And I guess that while that's accurate, yeah, while yeah. that is accurate, it speaks to the incredibly poor level of law keeping happening in yeah. this town. Speaks volumes about this town. <laughs> yeah, that Keller was the best because Keller being ousted as sheriff was a whole like arc about how well, he's bad at his job and couldn't catch the Black Hood. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like yeah, yeah. I there feel was, like that was also pushed by Hiram. There was definitely like more murders that. and riots during him being yeah. the sheriff than there had been in the past seventy years in the town. Yeah, which again, this like, town has only existed since the 1950s. But yeah, Sheriff Mineta didn't do a great job, also, and now it's FP. So anyway, yeah, I would a, say yeah. that a downhill Keller's, slide like Tesla yeah. stock prices. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Fuck that guy. Anyway, each junior de- deputy, which is what the serpents are now. Mm. I oh, wait, don't know. Hold on. Does, can... does FP does FP start out the speech with, and by saying? You're my favorite deputy. Here, there's a snake in my boot. <laughs> <laughs> They've poisoned the water hole. <laughs> and then Jughead gets up and he puts on his dad's hat and he says, look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Nothing bad happens, but again, I am very excited to see Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's Buzz Lightyear. Oh, man. Uh... Oh, oh. When, when is that? Anyway, oh, I don't know. June 17th? Uh, anyway, each of your deputy is being paired with an officer, and they're uh, going to yeah, teach them law keeping. And, of course, Jughead's paired with his dad. 
So now we uh, just have Jughead. There's a scene where they're in the sheriff's car and Jughead's just like interviewing his dad. What? He's Why? like, hey, hey, dad, you're in the did you ever think you'd be in the, behind the wheel of a sheriff's cruiser at age 50? Did you think that would happen? Huh, dad? What? Yeah, you fucking old geezer. Yo, old, old lawbreaker, remember all the times you got arrested? <laughs> <laughs> is, is the subtext here? Um, and FB just flat out says he thought he would have killed himself by the age of 50, actually. So, Whoa. no. <laughs> oh, speaking, Whoa. speaking of the American dream That's of, of killing yourself before age 50, uh, <laughs> which is, you know, my plan and has been for 35 years, uh, the ride-along here, uh, outside the window, you can see snow on the ground as they're driving. What? What the fuck? hate this show uh, so much. Which, what the fuck? Which makes some kind of sense since... Uh, Jim, no. No, it doesn't. No, because Cheryl bought the they're winter coat for the spring break. Spring break? Spring break? For spring break, there's... <laughs> White maybe, snow on the ground. Maybe in Canada <laughs> things are different. Oh my god! Uh, I don't okay. know. Okay. I don't know. I don't, yeah, they had a late season snowstorm. I just hate it. God, I hate it's it. Not, it's not. No, it's it. Don't even try to explain it. It's, it's bad. unexplainable. Yeah, they just don't care. They don't care what season or time it is. Spring yeah. breaks are usually they in like April, March, late March. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, when I lived in the Poconos, it would sometimes still be snowing. Then. But we're not in the Poconos, are we? We're um. <laughs> well, we we're still also don't really know where Riverdale is, although yeah. although Jim seems to think like Connecticut, maybe. Again, yeah, like, they, like I New have Hampshire, seen an interview. I think is, is my my best guess. I have seen an interview wherein the boy Cole Sprouse says, <laughs> "We explicitly do not tell you where or when the show is happening." <laughs> Well, it's infuriating. <laughs> it's bad. It, we, that is true. We, um, need to, we must know. So so continuing this talk show style uh, interview, Jughead then says, like, so, Dad, what are you most proud of? Okay. Uh, and FP says, my kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. With a little, with a little, uh, like, And then he makes heart hands. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, my he did peace sign and he sticks his tongue out to the side. Eh. And he says, ooh, woo. <laughs> <laughs> he um, says, Ooh, and then he starts playing um, Good Riddance by Green Day, and a whole slideshow <laughs> happens. Uh, so then Jughead, in an abrupt twist, is like, so anyway, we're really moving to the north side, huh? And FP <laughs> gets to talk about how it feels good that he can finally provide for his kids. It's all he's ever wanted to do. But then the radio goes off, breaker, breaker, 10-niner. They got a 10-23 of Pops. And Jughead's like, what's a, what's a 10-23? But, but it, whoop, radio goes off, and they... They do a U-turn, and they okay, go to Pops. So J, J is the tenth letter in the alphabet. Hold on. Here we go. <laughs> uh, and so at Pops, Veronica explains to FB and Jughead that some fizzle rock junkie <coughs> flipped out and threw hot coffee on Dolores <laughs> and then ran off. Not Dolores! <laughs> How dare! <laughs> She's been here since fucking day one. <laughs> since the beginning. And she, oh, uh, justice for Dolores. God damn it. So police code 1023 means arrived at the scene. Stand by. For Dolores. Everyone pour out a hot coffee. 
<laughs> and also a strawberry milkshake <laughs> for Dolores. Uh <laughs> And FP says that he has heard that somebody's looking to reopen the candy store. Oh, that sucks. <sighs> say, say, take Riverdale to the candy shop. <laughs> Let it like the lollipop. Yeah, yeah. So, so my googling anyway. here uh, says 1023 is the the code that they say when they've arrived at the scene. <laughs> uh, it's not the code for a coffee-based assault. Damn it! <laughs> is there a code for that? Is there a code for... Okay, we have to stop the whole show. Uh, probably not. <laughs> uh, on, on the TV show, The Rookie, when they have arrived at the scene, they say, show us code four or code six, depending on the situation. All I know is the code for weed is 420, and that's why it's <laughs> the good weed number. Blaze it. Oh, um, that's all I know. <laughs> uh, right, so FP says, reopen the candy store, and I rolled my eyeballs out of my head. And then... <laughs> Veronica and uh-huh. Jughead just stare at each other, and each one with their eyes is trying to say, your bad parent is doing this, right? Veronica's staring at Jughead wow. with, like, it's your mom that's doing this eyes. And Jughead's staring at her going, it's your bad daddy who's doing this. Uh, you know wow. What? I bet they're both so right. So great. I honestly, yeah, I think they're both right, too. And then, and then they, like, say out loud, boy, I wonder who it could be. Yeah, and then just staring and then the other harder. Yes, yeah, so do I. <laughs> Yeah. Like their eyes get really big. <laughs> yep. Just like, I wonder who did this. All right. We're back to Cheryl. Jim, are you ready? <laughs> I was born ready. <laughs> oh, God. All right. So Cheryl walks out of her house, and there's Nana Rose. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. Nana Rose. Nana <laughs> Still kicking. Nana Getting Rose. Getting out of that warehouse has her wheelchair on the driveway but she is like taking care of roses in the garden okay yep so can get it big she's nana rose yeah wait what oh my god it's roses holy Uh, shit this show is so deep cheryl's looking for tony and has nana rose seen her nana rose has not seen tony since tony gave her an envelope of cash huh (laughs) and cheryl has joined Tony has joined the bribing old lady club. <laughs> Cheryl's like, uh, did she say what the cash was for? And Anna Rose like, she said something called rent. Like Anna Rose has no idea what, what rent is. What but the t- fuck? <laughs> Tony. Where the fuck is Anna Rose? Is she, is, she's living in a snow globe. Yes. What the <laughs> fuck? No, I think Tony is paying rent to Anna Rose. But, but yes, Anna Rose is no. I do oh believe that Nana Rose lives in a snow globe. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> a snow That's globe so in the warehouse. Crazy in the warehouse. <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Anyway, I'm done interrupting. We got to get through no, this. No, it's, that's great. Um, <laughs> meanwhile, back at the speakeasy, Veronica offers to pay Reg. Okay. Okay. So at this point, I have to think she hasn't been. Yeah. Yeah. Which that's that's the only way we can take this. Right? Yeah, she's like, this <laughs> she is that, this is a salary I'd like to pay you, and he's like, this actually Meh. this sucks. What you're wow. doing here sucks. Um, and this I is, don't like it. Yeah, this is One not bit. what I want, and I I'm not here to bust my ass for minimum wage. Um, so is this enough to like buy you a clean conscience? And Veronica just sends him home for having a bad attitude. What the fuck? <laughs> she cuts his shift. Does but I guess she doesn't want... dock his pay because I guess she's not paying not him. Not paying him. Yeah. Don't have to dock his pay. 
Yep. Does she want employees? I, I nope. mean, to be fair. Okay. Great. <laughs> they are both 16. You know what? This is a good point. So they don't really they should need be full-time getting, jobs. They should be getting paid in only $20 every two weeks. Yep. She does um, tell him to go home and reconsider his attitude like she literally sends him to timeout. What the f- actual <laughs> shit fuck? What? They definitely uh, filmed the scene for this episode where she says, if you've got time to lean, you've got time to clean. Time to clean. Yeah. Oh, God. They gave me some flashbacks. Where she just does every <laughs> shitty minimum wage job manager's fucking trope bullshit lines Ew. that they all oh, say. God. Yep. It's not good. Uh, like you have to be a monstrous asshole to be a manager at a fast food place. I'm having. <laughs> There's no uh, other way to get the job. Oh yeah, that's why they yeah. make teens do it. <laughs> the yes. the number of shift managers I knew who were my friends when I was in high school. Oh uh, no. You know, a high school senior being your shift manager. What the fuck? Yeah, that's not okay. Um, that's not good. So I'm having like, a hard they're like time. Just started paying taxes. Understanding if some of these scenes happen in the bunker or in the reclaimed garg hole. Oh, they they like the doesn't, same set basically. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I wrote I down that this one's matter. in the bunker. I think this first one is in the bunker. So it's it's um, Archie, Jughead, and Betty, and they uh, Archie saying like, yeah, okay, so they believe Hiram out the cards. There's ten more to find. They have this list of places. Um, they're gonna and I quote tap into the Riverdale gaming network. At um, the comic shop. World hate, of Warcraft? I hate so much about this episode. <laughs> and um, Jughead says it's their nerdiest quest yet. Ew. Which, like, Jughead, do I need to remind you about the whole ass campaign you ran instead of trying to break Archie out of jail? Yeah. You said, I'll narrate this for everybody else, yeah. but I'm not going to do it. Yeah. What if I stroke my own ego and become a game master instead of helping my friend? Yeah. Let me just jerk off my soul. In the back room of the comic shop, there is, in fact, a Griffins of Gargs game happening. Fun. Okay. Uh, The guy leading the game (laughs) says to Jughead upon his entrance that they are not allowed back here because it is a sacred space. And Jughead. Oh, I have definitely met this guy at a a PAX convention. Oh, for sure. (laughs) Yeah, three or four. Like you needed to clear a room and he was in there like, you don't you can't tell me how to get out of here. This fucking sociopath. Um, Jughead like, says, and I quote, sheathe your sword, game master. Uh, put your dick away. That's what he means. <laughs> <laughs> once, once more, <laughs> this subtext is come. Yep. <laughs> sheathe your sword. What a fucking joke. Condom up that dick, buddy. Condom up that dick and put it away in your pants, man. <laughs> We're just here to talk. <laughs> Betty's like Betty's like, man, I fucking I hate everything about this moment of my life. And she pulls out I the... love that <laughs> I love that she's the only one who has not been involved with Griffins of Gargoyles. Yeah, she hates it's everything about this. She has the quest card. She's like, okay, look, we're here because of this. Do you know what this is? Uh and this game master, I guess, has put his dick away and he's like, Yeah, that quest is in play here. <laughs> um okay. Like, okay, cool, who gave it to you? And he's like, The king. And Betty takes a deep, deep breath and she's like <laughs> You think so? The gargoyle king came here to the back room of a comic shop. That's what you're yeah. telling me. 
And, uh, and meanwhile, the- Archie is like, what's up, bitches? Yeah. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, come win like, your quest, fuckers. <laughs> fine, fine. It wasn't the Gargoyle King. It was one of his disciples, of course, wearing a mask. He brought it. Um, mm. And Jughead was like, yeah. And was he delivering fizzle rocks? Um, then they make eyes at each other that indicate he definitely yes. was delivering fizzle rocks for sure. Uh-huh. Um, they want to know who has the card now. Nobody that's in the room. Um, okay. But they do know who Archie is. And they say that the Red Paladin is an advanced quest. It takes time to prepare to kill Archie. But they are going to come for him for sure, for sure, for sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Yeah. And, and then just, does Archie then bust his shirt off and go, and go, come at me, scrubs, I'm ripped as hell. Um, Archie waves his hand in front of his face, John Cena-like, and says, you can't see me. And then casts invisibility on himself. John Cena! <laughs> <laughs> God, we could have written such a good fucking show, guys. Ah, I know. I know. It's anyway. amazing. And then they had to go and cancel on us before we got too big. Uh, anyway. Meanwhile, back at the Pembroke, Betty and, Betty and Veronica are having a little PJ party. And I think drinking wine. Fun. Yeah. So, Both fun it's, and you know, just I little, like like, little girls' night. Um, Veronica wants to know how things are with Jughead now that his mom is back. I don't know why that would impact their relationship. The implication there is weird and uncomfortable. Yeah, um, yeah I don't like it. Yeah, Betty says, it, you know, it's fine. Jughead says, said that she could stay at the house. That feels weird because, she, you know, she's really, hers. Yeah, she doesn't really know Gladys or Jellybean. Um, but okay. she could get to know them, at which point Veronica's like, look, I promised, I like swore I wouldn't say um, this thing that I'm going to say, uh-huh. but I do have to say it to you. <laughs> <laughs> and it's that Gladys is the new drug kingpin in Riverdale. Um, and Betty's like, well, I really oh. thought we were done with his whole drugs arc, right? I thought we were, like, over it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Betty is, like, the only character in this episode that has the same feeling about the episode as we do. Yeah, Betty's over like, all wow, of this. that's still going on? She's like, yeah. all of this like, sucks. Wow, really? I thought we were fucking done with this. Um, yeah. And Veronica says, like Gloria Swanson, the drugs are making a comeback. Now... Um, again, Please with explain. the old-timey references, right? Yeah. Gloria, Gloria Swanson's the lead in Sunset Boulevard. Which is what? A movie, a movie about an aging movie actress trying to make a comeback. Okay. So really, honestly, the reference wouldn't even have been Gloria Swanson, right? Because that's the actress. Really, what Veronica was referencing is Norma Desmond. Oh. Uh, it was a weird, it was a yeah. weird thing for her to say. Weird choice of yeah. words. Yes, yeah. Sunset Boulevard, shot in 1950, the year the town of Riverdale was founded. <laughs> oh, yeah. But oh, it, isn't but that nice to go back to your roots? To be clear, Gloria Swanson was not making a comeback when she shot Sunset Boulevard. No, the height it, of her career, right? <laughs> yeah. The okay. reference yeah, Veronica weird. and the, the writers really wanted to make was Norma Desmond, which right. is... Frankly, a more recognizable name. But like Swanson. everything about the show, they fucked it up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know. They, again, a swing and a miss. Um, <laughs> and then Betty, who's who's just like over everything, is like, okay, so listen, you are going to tell me everything, and then look at me, look at my eyes. I am going to tell Jughead. 
So yeah. where there's no, I'm telling you right now what is going to happen. Okay. Wow. You're going to tell me and then I'm going to tell my boyfriend and you're not going to be, it's not going to be weird. I'm not going to hide it from you. You're not going to be shocked. That's what's going to happen. Yeah. Look deep into my eyes. Yep. And know in my, in and, your heart, what I am saying. And understand what the, what the series of events is going to be here. Yeah. Um, so I think, I think this scene is at the new serpent hole. Okay. Um, they have like stacks of. Oh, oh no! Uh, this is when they have the list. So they have the list from Hiram. This oh. this scene is the first scene of Act Two. Um, oh, they've had the list. Okay. And they have like all of these piles of little pictures. Okay. That, that weekend update there was the last scene of Act One. Oh my God! Michael Shea and uh, Colin, <laughs> Colin Jost. We're on this. <laughs> um, yes. Okay. So they're talking about how the hardcore gamers are obsessive. They believe anything that the Garg King says. <laughs> um, maybe they can use that. And Benny is like, oh, I have something to add here. It's, it's, it's like when I became the Griffin Queen. And Jughead's like, shut up. I am a man and I am talking. Um, Ew. Anyway, the point Fucking is. Fucking listen to your girlfriend, dude. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he just like I mean, kind of talks over her. She's like, oh, I, I literally did the thing you're talking about. And he's like, no, right, but I, but, oh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm having this idea now. Yeah, And he's like, yeah, uh, the, the GMs are talking. So... Yeah. <laughs> So basically, they're going to make it seem like the Gargoyle King has altered the quest to kill the Red Paladin. And because do you remember when they were kids and they played King of the Mountain and Archie was unbeatable as an 11 year old on top of a dirt pile? Well, because he was in peak physical form. Because he was in peak physical form. He was he had the ideal make body. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, So this is is what peak performance looks like. They're going to pretend to be the Gargoyle King. Alter the quest. And also, when Jughead says that, Betty is like, no, I do not remember that. <laughs> she, ah! is, she is so yeah. done with everything. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> she hates, she's, she's like, oh, you know what? I'm just going to go back and burn down what is now Jughead's house, I think, maybe. That brought me joy. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'm going to go. Yeah, I, I can have a little uh, fire as a treat. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna <laughs> a little uh, arson a has completely broken her. <laughs> she's just. She's done with this show's bullshit. She's so, she is so done. And it's uh, Betty's ongoing attitude through the episode is one of the three good things about this it's episode. A, it's 100% on point. It, it Hell yes. Hell yes. Um, so we have not yet have seen the other two. Find mm. a, a mountaintop that Archie can defend from dusk till dawn. And then after 24 hours, the sacrifice mark is lifted and the quest is done. So... They need a mountain. And oh. Archie's like, I think I, I know one. You get writing, Jughead. And Archie hightails it out of here. Fucking tell them where you're ge- Oh, my God. Okay. Yep. Nobody does. Anyway. Uh, nobody does. So then. Uh, okay. Jughead looks at Betty and she's like looking a little worried. And he's like, don't worry about it. We'll watch over him, you know, and it's better to see it coming. Um, and Betty's like, yeah. So like Speaking of, it's better to see it coming. Your mom is totally a drug dealer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cool and fun? Um, <laughs> your mom sucks. And my instinct not to move in with her was 100% was correct. Was 100% correct. Because I've already lived with a bad mom and I don't need to add to my telly. Um, yeah. She says, you know, like she heard from a source. And uh, <laughs> Jughead's like, who's your source? And Betty's like, I mean, the point of me saying I heard from a source is that I'm not going to tell you. You know, if I was, yeah. like, going to say the name, I would have led with that. Um, yeah. But I do trust my source. And, and, so and just... Jughead is such a fucking idiot that he doesn't immediately put together that it was Veronica. Yeah. 
It's clearly yeah. Veronica. Um, Jughead He's says like, oh, that- a mysterious source. Who could it be? He'll look Who into it, it all alone without Betty. Thank you very much. She should not look into what it. The- he, Jughead, will look into it. Um, uh, but what? anyway, what's more important is that they finish Archie's quest. Okay. Yep. Fucking sure. And Archie has gone back to Hiram's. Could you – hold on. Sorry. Just a real quick. I just realized now that they, since they had put a timer on this quest – that means that they could have drawn this quest out until the end of the show. Yeah. They could have just been like, yeah, actually, there's that five-year time gap. Archie can like never season... sit with his back to a door. Never. Because he there's could, at he would least have been... ten crackheads trying to kill him. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, just the fact of him, like, being, like, a 50-year-old man just, like, going in to get some smokes <laughs> because yeah. he's a truck driver now for some reason. And the cashier's like red paladin he's like fucking no come on kind of like <laughs> i'm so old now uh how the, the series it. finale of uh star trek the next generation was a callback to the very first episode of star trek the next generation what no way uh yeah in, in the first episode q this like otherworldly entity uh challenges them to like prove that humanity is worth existing uh and they win the challenge oh. and humanity is worth existing uh, and then in the final episode of the series, years, years, years later, he's like, oh, no, the, the test never ended. It's still going on, dummies. <laughs> and, wow. And, and they, they have to deal with him again, <laughs> like, seven years later or however many seasons. Jesus Christ. That's pretty, uh, that's pretty fun. That is pretty cool. The last episode of Star Trek The Next Generation is one of the best series finales. It is incredibly good. Huh. Uh, they, they really stuck the have to watch it. A full God season of it. any of the Star Treks. I've seen many episodes of many Star Treks, but uh, never that's, that's in the probably order the right in way which to go. one was supposed to watch them. <laughs> that's probably the right way to go, honestly. Like, um, like Next Gen and Voyager, the ongoing storylines don't really matter so much. Deep Space Nine, they kind of do. Hmm. Um, but I don't know. The uh, the animated show is just fantastic. Lower Decks. Oh, uh, Lower Decks. It is so I've fucking seen a lot good. of that. Is Lower Decks the animated one? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and yeah. and I found out like way too late in the game that the creator of Lower Decks is the guy who had the Star Trek TNG season eight Twitter account, um, where he just made up like ridiculous jokes that were like the the synopsis of episodes from season eight of Star Trek that never <laughs> occurred. Oh, nice. Gotcha. Um, so he was just he was just planning this out. Yeah, he for just like made years. ridiculous, like really specific, nonsensical jokes that Star Trek people would love. Ah, uh, I see. Um, and and then he got a TV show doing that exact thing, and Lower Decks is Hell fantastic. Yeah. Hell <laughs> they can put yeah! Put it out into the universe, bud. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right, like, <laughs> manifest, manifest, totally manifest, manifest, manifest. Yep. Um, all right, so Archie's gone back to Hiram, uh, and he's like, hey, I need you to host my final quest event. And Hiram's like, wait, what? I really, again, champ, wait, we, truce, right? Like, I really thought we were yeah. done. I thought you were done coming to me for shit. I thought I was done worrying about you. I don't know why you keep showing the fuck up at my office. And he's uh, like, Archie's just like, no, uh, just one last thing. I need you to throw me a bar mitzvah. that's pretty much what's happening here yeah like that's what's happening here so archie explains he's calling in everyone who has one of those quest cards and since hiram's the one that like put all the quest cards out there he needs hiram's help and he figured hiram would have a spot and hiram like a disgusting oligarch says that he just bought a whole city block actually 
Um, and that's ew. Yeah. City block includes a shutdown boxing gym, so Archie can use that, and he gives Archie the keys. Um, <laughs> the amazing thing fucking... about the town of Riverdale is that it apparently has two boxing gyms. Yeah, yeah that's cool. And, and, and it's also docks. a city. It was. Docks. It's a yeah. It was a city block down by the docks. By the docks. Oh fucking K, man. Let's okay. They yep. already mentioned several episodes <laughs> that like it was like an hour drive to the the shore. Yeah, but there's a do- so there's docks. Now there's docks. But now the town has docks. <laughs> are are they docks on the Sweetwater River, a river which we have Maybe. seen and is not large enough for shipping for boats? For shipping? Maybe I don't <laughs> know. Say. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe they're by. Maybe it's also bound by Sugar Lake on one side. Maybe, yeah. Maybe there it's the the docks by Sugar Lake for like pleasure craft, not for shipping. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Um. Good so anyway, God. Archie goes there immediately. Of course, it's like dusty and falling apart. You know, there's like pieces of drywall or whatever. Um. And he calls Jughead. Jughead's at his typewriter, and and Archie's like, "Hey, here's the location for the quest." And Jughead's like, "Great." Right, um, like, like partway through your D&D campaign, your dungeon master springs on you, oh, the town has docks now. And you're like, wait, we've been <laughs> wait, we've been doing this for fucking 50, for, for like 50 yeah. sessions, and this town has never been on the water before. What is going on here, dude? We could have used that so long yeah. ago. Yeah. How the fuck like, did we not know that the town has docks? Like, it just, they're just so bad at everything about making a tv show um, that makes any sense but here's here's what's great is we're gonna we're about to learn some real um okay the writer's room took some real big swings on names for both members of the serpents and businesses in the town <laughs> there are some big swings there's okay. some big swings for big names swings. so jughead's like great i'm gonna put this lo- that location in the quest and i'm gonna we're gonna distribute it here we go and he rips one piece of paper out of the typewriter and then he tells three groups of people to take it three places okay huh? so, what no stop at kinko's first yep fangs and what? sweat p are gonna go to the comic shop old deuteronomy called- and weasel are going to go Stop. to a business. What? Wait, no. I haven't told you where oh. they're going. Deuteronomy. Oh. Oh. <laughs> you have to s- stay with me. This is a lot, okay? Old- oh, oh, it's so much. Ah, oh. <laughs> God, my insides. Deuteronomy. Oh, my brain is on fire. <laughs> are, going ah. to- are going to a business called Innuendo. Stop. <laughs> the next group... This sucks. Uh, Termite and Jinx. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! Oh, I gotta leave. Are going oh, to no. go to a business called All About the Glaze. Ah! And that's the one that got what? me. What? Okay, innuendo. All about the is, glaze. Innuendo is clearly either a gay club or a sex shop. Good on I, him. I okay. Cannot All about the glaze more. could be a like paint your own pottery business. It could be a donut shop. Yeah. It could yeah. be a window repair place. It could uh, it, be anything. It could be a gay bar. It could be. It could be the gayest bar. <laughs> a really gross gay bar. It could be a super gross gay bar. Um. um yeah, but we also never, just... we never see Termite and Jinx there, so I don't know what kind of business it is. God. Although damn, I guess this sucks. to be fair. Guys. Listen. <laughs> you I sound like you're lie. across the room. Have we yeah, driven you away from the computer? Away. Listen. There's just a 
lot going on right now. I gotta process. First off, <laughs> first off, a, a little closer to the mic. Who the fuck is that? No, <laughs> you have to come here. back, Matthew. No, we, I, I'm I can't. Here. I can't hear you. I just hear rage. <laughs> ah. Okay. So. Okay. This, this is right. better. Okay. It's not Deuteronomy. It's old Deuteronomy. <laughs> old Deuteronomy. Old Deuteronomy. <laughs> uh, which leaves the not door open for young Deuteronomy. That's, hey, that's or, a wizard that lives in a tower that's not a teen. That's as on I like a to fucking think of him, junior sheriff team. Okay? Old Deuteronomy Jr. That sucks. <laughs> Second off, if Termite doesn't eat wood chips in every single one of his scenes, he shouldn't have the name Termite. There is no Termite in the scene. And he, Jinx. He says these these words to a faceless room. There's like four except for. In there's like God four people in the room, and two of them are Fangs and Sweat Pea. Uh, and what the other the ones are fuck? out of focus. Oh, God. If Jinx doesn't start doing fucking magic, I hope I'm out. I hope Cole Sprouse ad-libbed these names. <laughs> they have 20 takes of Cole Sprouse being like, uh, <laughs> shit stain yeah. and fuckwad. You gotta go to... <laughs> Fairy pants <laughs> and snake teeth. You gotta go over here. You gotta go to Dippin' Crawlers. <laughs> snake teeth, is that what you said? I did say snake teeth. Uh, apple bottoms and boots of the fur. You gotta go to the candy shop. Like, this all sucks. And after each take, you had to take a, a shot. Yeah. <laughs> He had to take a shot. Every- oh, my God. Um, so okay. before these teams head out, Jughead reminds them to wear Garg masks and convince everyone that these quests come from the Gargoyle King um, because it's Ooh. just now 15 episodes into season three that Jughead realizes literally anyone can pretend to be the Gargoyle King. Yeah. It's <laughs> <is> so great. It's <laughs> so great. Yeah. Um, if nobody knows who he is, yeah, yeah, he could be anybody. Oh you could be him. All bets are off. There's a little. There's a poster like Uncle Sam. Like we want you to be the gargoyle king. We want king. you to be the gargoyle king. Um, oh boy. Chuck had also asked them to, and I quote, "sus information." God, um, stop using that word like it's a fucking noun. Uh, there's, there's a, a bit. It's not a noun. <laughs> no, he wants uh, them to verb it. Oh no, He's it's, a, it's it. not a verb. It's not a verb. Yeah. There's a it's bit not in a Venture verb. Brothers where, God, uh, <laughs> Dean is like going crazy because he finds out that pirates are real. Uh, and, and he's like, wait a minute. If pirates are real, then all bets are off, right? Ghosts? Dinosaurs? <laughs> and, and, oh, that's great. It's, like, it's such a good bit. Dinosaurs. That's got big. Dinosaurs. I would go back in time and meet Snoopy <laughs> Energy. Yes. I know. Whoa. Did you hear Sterling? Wow. The cat's coming down the yeah. stairs and Sterling's not about it. Oh no! Yeah, no. We've been hearing the little tip taps. Yeah. At least I have been. Yeah. Willow. Willow comes down to the base of the stairs and she beats up Sterling, who has at oh, least twenty no. pounds on her. Yeah, she won't oh. back down. It's really stressing him out. Um, oh, no, Willow, stop that! Also, Sterling, don't let her do that to yeah. you. Man up. Anyway, what they're anyway. <laughs> what they're sussing is who's who's Ew. slinging fizzle rocks now. You know who's opening the candy store, uh, okay. and any information they should they get should only come back to Jughead. Because cool. he knows in his heart it's his mom. The, 
all of yeah. the other gargoyle or uh, not gargoyle serpent yeah. leaders. Don't put it in the group text. You know. <laughs> yeah. Slide Send into the DMs instead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> Back in the speakeasy, Gladys has hauled Reg in by his ear to tell Veronica that Reg off- tried to steal his car back. Um, like he should, because he loves that car. Yeah, he loves that car. Um, I don't blame him. Took- I mean, he's not wrong, though. Yeah. Like, this no, is fucking wrong. Veronica's debt, and she refuses yeah. to, to cut him in on the deal, although he him. has put up... <laughs> yeah, or pay him, and he's put up all of this fucking time and money yeah. into this enterprise to be shut yeah. out in the cold. So he's damn yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. But Veronica needs to fix this, so she offers to host FP's 50th party for free to like, what, make it up what to What he should have done instead of stealing it is go to Gladys and be like, look, Veronica sucks. Add the cost of this card onto her debt, and I'm leaving with it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm out. I'm there not you go. with her anymore. Um, Going to fucking Centerville now. Veronica's what is it? Centerville. Uh, citrus, Citrusville. Citrusville. Well, there's both. Not Centerville. There's both. Yeah, oh, there, yeah, there is? Both. Okay. Um, anyway, Veronica's like, Reggie, this is how wars start. And Reg says, damn it, Veronica, I gave you everything. And I wanted my damn car back. Damn. That's, that hits hard. Yep. God damn. Is it also raining? And he's now Ryan Gosling and she's... Um, <laughs> Close. Um, actually, yeah, that's ripped abs is next wherein Cheryl has oh, put sick. on uh, a way too fancy sexy dress and has come to the speakeasy. Uh, okay. And Tony walks up to her and's like, Hey, not right now I'm working. And Cheryl's like, actually I'm here to gamble. Go fetch me a Bellini. And then she very obviously cases the joint to steal from it later. Jesus Christ. She's got to get her girl's first attention off, somehow. First yeah. off, Bellinis are like, not every bar is going to have peach puree. You really got to just go for a mimosa at that point. You know? <laughs> I think Cheryl spent enough time at the yeah. speakeasy. She knows, she knows what they got. Yep. I guess, yeah. But also, Cheryl does seem like in her current state that she was just like, if I don't have a Bellini right now, even if you don't have the things, I'm going to explode. Um, we are we're working up to, you know, Riverdale likes to do like a musical number where more than one Cheryl's thing is happening. Cheryl's dress is really good, though. It's really good. Oh, nice. Um, it's, it's it's a really good dress. And we and a we, plus like, on the costume team on this one. Pop back and forth between two points of action. Yes. The one that's about to happen is really uncomfortable. I just want to tell you that now. Um, oh, fun. I'm I'm glad. I'm so ready to hear it. So Let's do it. Jughead, Betty, and Archie <laughs> are in. They're sitting around in the gym, and Betty's saying like, "I I don't know. Nobody's here. Like maybe we didn't get enough time for word to come around." And then the door opens, and like a weirdo wearing like a domino mask and bad armor is like i'm here for the red paladin and a bunch of other people come in so 10 uh, 10 to be exact uh well or, some spectators uh, okay yeah. okay but I they're see. they are uniformly fucking refugees from comic con yeah like, for sure. yes. the the worst cosplay dorks possible yeah mm-hmm. and they they have come to here to beat archie to death with their bare hands so yep. they think nice yeah they're not wearing boxing gloves for any of this uh, no, 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 no. Archie is, of course, wearing a red robe, but it's like a bathrobe. Ah, oh, fuck. He didn't. God damn he's it. He's got to keep his muscles warm, you know, before he but starts. I just, I just wanted ass. it to be like paladin armor. Like, I know. God damn it. But he's, not, do, he's not doing his, that. His paladin armor is what a set of fucking the... ripped abs and some bear scars. Yeah. Yeah. It's his scars. Yeah, his armor is his scars. They do That's remember his scars. Sick. Again, I am. I am. Yeah, shocked, yeah, his scars but they did yeah. make it yeah. out of the warehouse. 
Even the ones on his stomach? The new ones? Yep. Damn. Okay. Uh, that shit is sick. So. Yeah, uh, just a little for the, the bear scars. <laughs> <laughs> they, deserve, uh, they deserve recognition. They do. They do. Apparently, we're calling this the Iron Mountain, okay? So Jughead gets to give oh. a speech, and he loves that shit. And he's like, hey, it's challengers, welcome the to the Iron worst. Mountain. Here's what you're going to do. The rules are you have to walk up. You have to give Betty your card. You Then you have you have three minutes to bring the paladin to his knees or the quest is over. Um, wow. And Such a fucking formal way to do a murder. End of story. So Archie has to box for, I'm guessing, 30 minutes, you know? Yeah, that's a lot of minutes. Yep. That's um, a lot of boxing to do. It's, it's not that bad when most of them are just shitty cosplay dorks. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. So and Archie is in Archie does form. get like a punch to the face immediately so that he has that blood <laughs> on his cheekbone. And then uh-huh. he knocks that dude out in one hit. Yeah. <laughs> nice. It's like, fucking great. Fucking... Yeah. Yes, dude. Um, and he so takes now the punch like, and he's like, are you serious? Me. And then just yeah, wails just... on the guy. Yeah. That's sick. Uh, this is the second good thing about this episode is watching Archie just beat the hell out of all these dorks. Amazing. No, I love it. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I, I jumped in here. No, it's fine. Um, I was try- I'm trying to remember the fucking, what is that? Oh, what is the HBO show with all the martial arts? Uh, the one you showed me? Yes. What's that show called? Um, oh, fuck. It's, um. Oh, my God. Warrior. No. Warrior. Okay. In, like, yes. season two or three of Warrior, there is a thing where this guy has to go to, like, this sort of bare-knuckle fighting match. And there's a big um, Irish guy, because a lot of the tension is racial between the Irish and the Chinese who were coming over at the time. Um, there's this big Irish guy who keeps knocking people out. And when it's time for the hero to fight this guy... He literally just kicks him and knocks him out in one kick. It's amazing. I really gotta, I really gotta get back on the bandwagon with that show. It's a very gotta, good show. Yeah, uh, I, gotta, I gotta get on that. But so anyway, Archie knocks that guy out with one punch, and now we're gonna, and and now we go to the speakeasy where Cheryl's clearly in there burglarizing. Um, but Tony knew it was gonna happen, uh, and Tony's yeah. like, "Yeah, I saw you casing the place because you wanted me to see you." And Cheryl's like, what are you going to do now? Cuff me? And Tony's like, it is cuffing season, actually. And so they start yeah, to fuck. Yeah, okay. I'm going <laughs> to burgle right. that ass. Yep. Fucking. <laughs> I'm going to burgle that ass. And wow. so now we bounce back and forth T-shirt. between Archie punching and Cheryl and Tony fucking in the speakeasy. No, no. Yeah, yeah. N- I don't. Uh, that's uncomfortable. My notes for the next couple scenes this are This is the American dream. Archie is getting progressively bloodier while punching a series of guys, and Cheryl and Tony are like doing weird blindfold things. This is this is what literally the, the American dream: beating up a bunch of dudes while two lesbians do it. I guess so. <laughs> you know what? Well, Yet the subtext t-shirt. of that dream is that the lesbians will also do you. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, which which is gross. Okay. Uh, yeah. Very gross. So. They, uh, in the gym, they think they're done with challengers. And here's where Betty says she only has 11 cards, which is why Jim was like saying at the beginning, now pay attention. But I, it is, ah. it is my assumption that Betty also has the other two. Hiram said She's there were 12 cards. the two cards. She has yeah. Ricky right. D's so card. To... And, and she has the, the warden's card. The warden's card. And she has. That, okay. 
taken nine more cards and now she has 11 cards. All right. So there is one card left and in comes I, Captain I, again, Golightly. This is, this is the huh? writer's room saying it upside down. Yeah. Right? Like, she doesn't say how many cards she has. She should be no. saying how many she's missing. It, you could have that's, also just that's had the way you say, would... I've only fought nine people. Right. Like, the, the, the way that you would say this in real life is the number that you have left in front of you, not the number that you have behind you. Yeah. <laughs> like, makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This show is confusing yeah, and bad, Basically, Jim. there should be one more. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there is. And... And there is, and it is a, a big slab of American beef named Captain Golightly. He was Warden Norton's lapdog. He shows up at the last card, and Jughead, for some reason, yells, enter the Kraken. Yeah, I don't know why. Enter the, enter the, enter the Kraken. Yeah. 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 He yells not, it. Not, not, release. Release the nope. Kraken. Enter not, the Kraken. Not, enter. Not get on the Iron Mountain like he called the <laughs> ring earlier in, in this yeah. exact same scene. Yep. Or maybe enter the dragon or release <laughs> nope. the kraken. Not nope. both of them at the same time. Nope. He says everything wrong. Yep. You're he not going to fuck a kraken. I know that for a fact. <laughs> Archie That's powerful knowledge is for you trying to, to attain. Archie is trying to attain the American dream. He's not in a tentacle porn. He's just in a missionary only. Uh, yeah. yeah. That's he's, it. He's probably a pretty vanilla dude. Um, yeah. So, Jughead yells under the Kraken. We have another scene of Cheryl and Tony, like, making out and biting each other's lips. And then oh, this is, we're back to the This is the, the scene ring. after okay. he says enter the Kraken when it cuts to Cheryl and, and Tony. Tony has inexplicably blindfolded Cheryl for literally one second before taking it off. Yep. <laughs> she, like, ties it on. It's on there for one second. She takes it off, and they make out more. Like, it... Wait, what? <laughs> it is... So weird and pointless. Yeah, that it is literally for one second of screen time. She doesn't, that the, the, she doesn't put what? it on and then Cheryl takes it off. She puts it on and then takes it back off. And yeah, yeah. I don't. I can't explain. Uh, understand it or explain it. I can't understand it. Understand. <laughs> it makes it makes so little sense that I had God, to come up with a so... new word to explain how ridiculous it is. Yeah, yeah. God bless the the English language. Yep. Um, and then we're right Jesus back Christ. to the boxing ring where this this very big adult man is like, "This one's for the warden." He punches Archie in the face, and he's like, "This one's for me." And then his punch is in slow motion, and he's you know, oh, he's telegraphing his punches. It's a wide punch, and so Archie comes up underneath and gets him in the jaw, and Archie's like, "That and, one's for me." And. The okay. second dude in the ring that Archie knocks out with one punch, at yep. least the second. Because we don't see all awesome. of the nine guys that he's fought. And then right. Jughead runs in and puts the red bathrobe on Archie, and Archie's a sacrifice no more. Ayo! Yep. Back to the speakeasy, where now Cheryl Woo! and Tony are dressed again, and Cheryl was like, that was hot, and also nice. Yeah. Wow, um, look at that. But then it's discussed that they should maybe talk to each other. Uh-huh. Um... And Tony says that her assumption is that Cheryl has a problem with the pretty poisons because Cheryl's not in charge. Um, and Cheryl says, no, it's actually she doesn't like that the poisons are getting attention instead of Cheryl. Um, ah, uh, they're Tony's, both right. Yeah. Tony says that, like, she needs her own thing. She can't just, like, live in Cheryl's bedroom. And Cheryl's like, it's not my bedroom. It's our bedroom. Um, and Tony's like, I mean, it's really not. None of my shit's in there. <laughs> Fucking slinging facts. God yeah. Goddamn. Uh, Shit. And so, you know, it sounds like you regret moving in. And Tony's like, well, maybe it was too fast. And Cheryl's like, well, then maybe fucking move out, I guess. 
Ooh. I said good day, and she storms out because she's very good at storming out. <laughs> I said out. good day, ma'am. <laughs> um, wow. Archie's gone back to Hiram's office to return the gym keys to him. It's the next day, and he's like, thanks. And his face, his face is so swollen. It oh, is. Somebody also bit him. Did we? Did you mention yeah. that? Yeah, oh, really? yeah. Yeah, he gets bit on the his trap. He gets bit in his shoulder muscle. What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Like okay. the second yeah. or third guy that he knocks out. And then he punches. Out. He knocks that guy out, and then he's like, then he like looks at his shoulder, like Jesus Christ, that guy fucking Mike Tyson me. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Thank God it was my ear. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And his face is a mess. And Hiram's like, did it work? And Archie says, I mean, like, I don't know, but yes. <laughs> I I would hope so. This sucks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck's sake. I hope so. Yeah. I yeah. guess. I mean, I have all the quest cards back, so probably yeah. Um, and then Hiram's like, great, kid, keep the boxing gym. <laughs> huh? What does that mean? Yeah, that's what Archie says. He's like, yeah, I'm not doing this again. I'm not getting in your debt. I'm not doing weird shit with you. Um, yeah, no, you can you can keep your Yeah, and Hiram's like, actually, it's, it's not that. It's an apology because I did, like, try to kill you a couple times. And send you to Canada to um, murder a bear. You, yeah. you tried to kill him 12 times, Hiram. <laughs> and that's, not a couple. That's separate yeah. from the other times. Yeah, the 12 Hiram times did try to kill separate him. from the other couple times. 10 times last night. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> like, 10 times last night. Like, holy shit, Hiram. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, a little bit of an understatement. Back to Veronica not knowing how to treat people, okay? Uh Guess who's back? Back again. Reg is back. Give him his dang car. Um, Give him his dang car. <laughs> it doesn't rhyme, but the and sentiment is fair accurate. Wage. Yeah. Um, anyway, Reg is like, so partner. I really hate how you're treating me. Um, I don't want to be just like a bar back. I don't want to be a casual hookup. I want to be a part of this. I want to have a real relationship. I want to be in this business. Yeah. Um, and Veronica's like... Also, as- Oh, sorry. Yeah, also, like we're 16. You have equity yeah. in this. And also, let's not forget how, like, my bad daddy tried to kill my boyfriend. I've just been through a very difficult breakup. Mm. Like uh-huh. 13 episodes ago? Yeah. And um, Reg asks a very pertinent question, which is, would we even be dating if it weren't for the speakeasy? And Yikes. Veronica decides it's time for brutal honesty. She says, now? Probably not. <laughs> Woof, dude. <laughs> and Reg, Reg cries a little bit, but also like sneaks his phone and re-downloads Bumble. Yeah, Reg is like, ah, oh, he he never deleted it. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah, you're right. Reg says he feels like Veronica owns him, and he's not getting anything back. Um, so Veronica's like, well, I I bought your car back from Gladys, so get out. <laughs> Shit. Well, you've gotten something back. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Good riddance. Yep. Uh, which reminds me, we days. didn't see Josie at all in this episode. Oh, well, that's uh, why the nope. episode's bad. That's why it's bad, is that Josie wasn't in it. Uh, this scene, this next scene, I think, is at the new Serpent's Hole. Uh, Fangs and Sweat P have yeah, returned probably. from sussing and delivering quest. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> what what they sussed is bad news for Jughead, <laughs> they say. And then it's immediately Jughead at the trailer where Gladys is like, hey, I'm making your dad's favorite fried chicken. And Jughead's like, hey, are you back here to deal drugs? And she's like... Yeah, actually, I am. What? Yeah. <laughs> wow. She just fucking. <laughs> Look, Gladys is a bla- bad person, but a very fun character. She just, anytime anybody is... confronts her with shit, she's just like, fuck yeah. She's like, am. yep. Yes, I am. Yeah, sure did. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Well, what if I tell? What if I don't give a shit if you tell? 
she's just she's just unstoppable in that way and just, i love it yeah um she says it's for the family it's about time the joneses got a taste of the american dream Okay. Um, All right. And Jughead doesn't understand how hard they had to hustle and work to take care of their kids and put food on the table. And now they're going to move to Elm Street, which is all FP ever wanted. So if Jughead tells his dad how Gladys paid for it, that'll just ruin FP's whole life. So Jughead shouldn't do that. Interesting. Yep. Uh, the the previous scene where uh, Sweat P and Fangs come in to give the sussing results. Um, <laughs> kind of made me. Results. It, it kind of made me want a spinoff series about Sweat P and Fangs being uh, private <laughs> investigators who are being also in love. Who sometimes just throw arrows around camp. That would be <laughs> sick. I love. Them. I would love that. What morons they are! I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, just awesome. the himbo PI agency. Yeah. <laughs> Himbos at law. <laughs> That's awesome. They're not lawyers. They're law. they're just investigators. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so now it's time for FP's fiftieth party. Ah, um, uh, yes, fiftieth those... party was the FP that I yep. put down for this scene. Nice fiftieth party. Uh, Nailed it. <laughs> you s- you've seen those pyramids they make out of champagne cups, and then you pour champagne and it overflows and wait fills up okay. all the glasses. Yes. Yes, yeah, yeah. but this one is this one is cigarette cartons. No, oh, you're is, so it is, close. It is. Damn it! Plastic cups and beer. It's, yeah, it's, I was gonna say beer bottles. Shit! You were so close. You were close. God damn it! Okay. Uh, R.I.P. Fred Andrews is in this scene. Oh. Yeah. They have a nice little. Yeah, they he, have a nice little talk and and aw. He filmed Aww. scenes for this episode and the next two before he yeah. died. The next he's two just like he says fred andrews says to fp you don't get too many nights like this you have to soak it up um we're gonna be neighbors and i'm happy about it oh this sucks uh oh, man right sad. we cut away from that That's... uh to cheryl playing croquet by herself and i thought to myself that is hey move why is cheryl why is cheryl having a whole ass heathers moment here <laughs> and that was prescient of me okay yeah uh-huh so yeah yeah Kevin arrives, and he says he's sorry to hear about Tony, and Cheryl does a very weird segue um, where she's like, well, que sera, sera, you know what that means? And Kevin's like, I mean, it means whatever will be, will be. She's like, yeah, it's also a song in the, the musical Heathers, uh, which we will actually be doing, uh, and I will be the lead. And Kevin's like, well, but it's going to be Godspell that the farm is sponsoring, and Cheryl's like, absolutely no, no, we're doing the Heathers musical, and again, I am the Heather. Holy shit. Yep. So the HBIC, I, she says. Yep. I assume the next episode is then the musical episode. It's been a while since they did Carrie, so it's time. God, They're doing why, do they, why do they insist? It, it absolutely why is the insist? next episode. Yes. Great. Oh, my God. I dread okay. it. God, that Carrie one was so bad. It was, it was so weird. It was bad. And so bad. I hope okay. that Kevin still has the same tuxedo, though. Oh, same. I also yeah. hope that someone gets inexplicably murdered. In inexplicably the murdered? That would be amazing. Yeah. In front of hundreds of witnesses without any of them spotting it. It's just it's just the same episode. Yeah. Well, this ex- this also explains why so many people have broken up, because that was a huge plot point in the last musicals episode, which is like Veronica is and true. Betty were broken up as friends. And like, so, you know, people, people have to sing about their feelings and cast meaningful glances. Yeah, I'm sure right. by the end of the next episode, they'll all be back together. Yes, they will mm-hmm. have sung about because it. Because it's they'll, they'll every fucking kissed. teen 
We've been romance here. show. Uh, back at FP's party, uh, Gladys is uh, on stage to give a little speech. Uh, she says nice. that FP was once a great king, but now he's a father, and that's his best role. So Jughead, come on up and give a speech. And Betty's like, hey, Jughead, you got any idea what you're going to say? And Jughead's like, oh, I sure don't. Oh, Jesus. So when he okay. says, I sure don't, mm-hmm. I paused to write down the name of the episode, the, the scene. Uh, and I am, I am very proud of this FP. Oh, God. Are you telling us now or do I have to, to say um, what happens? I'm, I'm going to tell you now. Okay. Because I, I came up with it before he started to speak. I was like, oh, I know what he's going to say. It's facile pandering. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. That's, that is very good. Wow. Um, I was also, at this point, forced to remember Jughead's birthday party. Uh, um, which was the episode where he gives the, I'm a weird, I'm a weirdo, have you ever seen me without this hat speech? Yeah. Um, that's the one. Oh, uh, my God. Okay. Uh, so Jughead gets up on, on stage and he looks at his family. And so there's his mom and Jellybean and his dad. And he says that the Jones men don't like parties. Um, they're broody. Uh, you know, he's he's going to write every day. His dad told him not to stop writing, but he can't write a story as great as FP's story. He went from Serpent King to Sheriff. He righted his wrongs. He has a family. Um, he did a bunch of murders. Yeah. Um, he dissolved and- some bodies in lie. Jughead <laughs> will always be there for FP. He's proud to be his son and share his name. And be a part of his amazing story. He fucked his son's girlfriend's mom. Yep. yep. <laughs> Whatever. Yep. So it's it's after this. The American it's dream. Like, yeah, American the American dream. dream. <laughs> 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 yeah. Betty's like, that was a beautiful speech, and Jughead's like, yeah, I mean, some of it was true. Uh, but he's like, so what are you gonna do now? And what Jughead's gonna do now is, and I quote, save Jellybean, protect his dad, run his mom out of town. You want to help? Damn. Okay. End of episode. Nice. Hello. No, no epilogue. Just My name that, is Jughead Jones. That's My mom <laughs> sucks. <laughs> Prepare to die. Prepare to die. Oh man. Wow. Uh, that that was all. The fiftieth party and beyond is all the epilogue. Oh, okay. After nice. after Gladys is like, yeah, I'm a drug dealer. Fuck you. Uh, that's that's, yep. the, that's the last the credits. Party. Which God and then bless. the 50th party. If you need to commit yeah. to something, do it with Gladys Jones energy. For real, I guess. I guess if we can learn anything from this episode yeah, of Riverdale, she, she jumps right to the "fuck yeah, I did it" I, and "I do it again" step of like the Republican messaging, where it's like, "No, I didn't do it." Is step one. Step two is like, "Well, if I did do it, it wasn't that bad." Step three is like, "Oh well, so what if I did it?" And step four is like, "Yeah, I fucking did it, and I'd do yeah, it I again." It. She jumps. She jumps right to the end. Every <laughs> time. Like, yeah, goddamn. Every, every time. time. <laughs> and it's at least it's honest. Yeah, yeah, it's 100% honest. And anytime anybody's like, I have leverage on you, she just picks up their leverage and throws it in the trash. Yeah, she's like, ah, <laughs> fuck you, no. Yeah. Boom, drop the mic, fucking leave. Yeah. Um, it's like, you don't, you don't get to have leverage on me, actually. I'm Gladys Jones, and I fully own my shit. I'm Gladys Jones, and I approve this message. <laughs> um, well... Well, hot damn. We're at the end of the episode. Uh, thank you very much for listening this week, everybody. Uh, what? Uh, there's a lot of shit that happened in this episode. Oh, what the fuck I, I forgot to mention uh, earlier when we talked about Scientology, I, I forgot to jump in to say that you should go see Top Gun Maverick because it's actually really fucking good. Yeah? I haven't ever damn. seen a Top Gun movie, and I don't know that I'm going to start now. 
Uh, it, it doesn't super matter if you've seen Top Gun. Um, there are, like, a couple of little fairly emotional things that happen in, in Top Gun 2 that if you haven't seen Top Gun, they might resonate with you a little bit less, but they're still presented in a good enough way that it's going to resonate regardless. Oh, that's oh, nice. nice. Uh, but, but, man, they they really achieved something shooting this movie. Like, the, the way that they shot it with all actual planes doing crazy shit with these actors sitting in the backseat. Bonkers. Just absolutely bonkers. Damn. All right. Well, um, fuck Riverdale and go see Top Gun. I think. Oh, also uh, uh, check out check out Kenobi. Oh shit, uh, that's first, out. First right two now. episodes of Kenobi dropped uh, this week, uh, and Holy they shit. are both spectacular. They Damn, are. I got it. Okay. Well, I know what I'm doing tonight. They are very good. I. Uh, but next time we record, we'll talk about my concerns. Mm. Okay. That, okay. No, that's good. We'll okay. table that. Yeah. That's a good intro for next week. Yeah. Um, or next time. Well, great. Um, yeah, next week, enough episodes of it will have been out that it won't be spoilers anymore. Yeah. Yeah, that that's a good plan. Um, it might be great. the whole run, well, actually. Really? I think there's only six episodes, and this was the first two this week. Oh, that's true. So there's, yeah. only, there's only four more there's weeks four, of Kenobi. Four weeks of it, yeah. Um, anyway. That's, that's, what? The, that's two episodes of this show. So it just, just to recap this episode, Archie fought a bunch of dudes. <laughs> Veronica, Veronica. He knocked out a bunch it. of them with one punch. Yeah. Uh, Veronica. Because they were cosplay dorks. Yes. <laughs> Veronica said, fuck, fuck you to Reg. Uh, here's your car and fuck you. Um, Jughead finds out that his mom is dealing drugs. Betty kind of just helps to plan the whole punch fest. Yep. That's. I feel like that's it. I yeah, feel like so that's she it. tells the- Jughead that his mom's dealing drugs. Oh, yeah. The, the so, breakups okay. in the episode where FP and Alice broke up, uh, and Cheryl and Cheryl Tony, Tony broke up, and okay. Veronica and Reggie broke and up. Reg. Uh, and okay. I feel like probably at the beginning of the next episode, um, everything will be back. Uh, Josie is going to break up with Archie over him having this whole battle royale without telling her. Oh, maybe. Uh, and then by yeah. the end of the episode, they'll be back together. That seems like a good. They'll, well, they'll sing through their Veronica problems together. Will Veronica and Archie get back together now that Archie's healed and not fighting with her dad anymore? Oh, that could be a twist. Oh, maybe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah, and but, and uh... reignite her dad hating him again. <laughs> oh, maybe. Because like that's that's the reason that that's he it... stopped caring about Archie is because he won and Archie was not dating Veronica anymore. <laughs> like he got yeah. everything he wanted. <laughs> and... That is true. Um. Yeah. So, uh, oh boy, follow us on Twitter at Riverdale Runs. Say hi. We uh, we usually say hi back. Yeah, eventually. Um, yeah, eventually. Uh, but if you also want to, you know, hit up our email, you can also do that. That's a r r t i p o d at gmail dot com. It's Artie Pod. Oh, we do get uh, such nice emails. We really do. We appreciate all the emails. We got one that was like, "Hey, I can give you spoiler free information." Um, and we didn't respond. I realized I never responded to that, but, um, I know it's like when people send me a text and in my head, I compose the answer and then never actually type it. Yeah. So that same uh, thing. Yeah. Um, (laughs) but I guess I'll respond to that now. Um, but yeah, uh, we love y'all that listen to this stupid fucking show. Uh, and I don't know. 
that's that's about it. I'm a man, and I don't know how to uh, really convey a lot of emotions all at once, so that's about all you're getting. Um, and then, I guess, our intro and outro song is White Bones by Smooth Passenger. Yes. No. I can't remember. Yes. I fucking... Is yes, it, it is. Smooth Passenger? It is Smooth Passenger. Yeah, Smooth Passenger by White Bones. I mm. said it in the wrong order, and it fucked me up. But now, yeah. I, yeah. Y- you know. Anyway, it's a cool little jazzy tune if you like that. Uh, like that kind of stuff. Uh, and, uh, yeah. Uh, have a great week. Oh. We love you all. Yeah. And, um, oh, boy. Ooh. Stay hydrated. It's, new... it's really hot now. Yes. Stay hydrated. Buy a new shirt. Go out to an old navy. Buy a new shirt. Oh, I I you bought know, a new shirt yesterday. Treat I I bought the yeah. and birds eat farts shirt. <laughs> oh shit, favorites. that's a good shirt. That's a good fucking shirt, y'all. I'm anyway, excited to um, wear it when I'm walking dogs. <laughs> that's real good. Really, really, actually eating farts, huh? Yeah, really. Just I mean, you're you are walking behind some dogs, Jim. You're gonna eat some farts. Yeah. So sorry. But anyway, buy a new shirt and uh, be kind and don't. Uh, fuck at a 50th birthday party. Or with a blindfold on for a second. Yeah. That's about it. Bye! Mm-hmm. <laughs>